until you start. can, but, but, but see, it all goes So you said the discrimination continues. Continues, it's going to continue as long as you let that go along. And sometimes you, 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 you and every time they do that, you should have a, a, a coming together, a protest, and you don't have it. Mm -hmm. You don't have there's it. There's no working together. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or if maybe I go, what's she doing out there doing it? Well, she, she ought to be there. What's she got to do with it, you know? Mm -hmm. And it seems as though that uh, certain people have to form the protest, and when that person doesn't do it or some other group does it, it seems as though it's not kosher. That, that's the feeling that I get. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, now, I'd like to run some things by you. And right. Well, you mean tell me after all this talk I'm doing, then we end up, we'll have about two or three sentences? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that reminds me, that's the, way, that's the way the TV does. I've been on TV two or three times, and I've been on there a half hour, and they said, Miss Calloway said, blah, 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 One, and the lady came from uh, several newspapers to, to talk to me on different subjects, uh -huh. and they report me, and it's about two sentences. That, that's well, always so amusing to as me. As I told you, I don't know how this will be used. It's yeah. It'll be used as a backdrop, and a backdrop, and that's why I ask you, what, what, uh, what was there that I might not be aware of? See, I wasn't there, and, and I, that's why. Yeah, I knew you weren't there, but see, each time I've been interviewed, they didn't, uh, uh, they, it, it was certain thing, it, whatever what they wanted to know, they asked me. I know, but sometimes but see, we don't. you wanted to know many things. Yes, I do. And so whatever you want to know, you ask me. I know, but I need your help, too. And so well, if you, you got ask, in front of, go ahead. If it's, ask, if it's something that you ask me, well, if I you know. ask me if I can question, if I can talk about it, I will. If I now, can, I won't. You, this is the... Oh, I brought this out because I wanted you to see... Um, there was an award. Yeah, well, this is a this is an organization that I, that I organize this. Right. Locally, and I wanted you to see the, the different people who have been our awardees, and I wanted you to see Dr. Roberts, who... Uh, so he was... Uh, okay. And what I'm looking at is the birth of black Rhoda section, section. of the National Council of Negro Women. Okay. See, that's that's a national organization. Will you open it? You can read. And this is the, a booklet? Wait a minute. But no, this is my souvenir program for our annual awards dinner. 52nd anniversary. Now, here's the... Uh, this is the founder of the National Council of Negro Women, Mary McLeod Bethune, and you should know quite right. a bit about her. And this is Bertha Black Rhoda. It has, if you read that, you can get the idea. And we named her as our role model, and that's the reason because we felt as though the things that she contributed to the St. Louis community is, is involvement enough. And this is a letter that I've written to show you the type of thing that we do. Right. But you see, this has to do with what the organization, the National Council, mm -hmm. they, we're only a part. We would not be here if we did not have a national would you talk about it instead of my looking no, at it? No, I want you to read it. Well, but for the tape. No, you read it. You okay. read it. Once you read it, you go ahead and read it. Well, once you read it, and if there's anything you want to say Dear about friends, it. Dear friends, congratulations and best wishes to the awardees of 1987. The Bertha Black Rota section of the National Council of Negro Women is proud to present these outstanding leaders who have admirably served the St. Louis community in many capacities 
to provide civil service and cultural opportunities. In 1981, the section was organized to help carry out the programs of the National Council. Since that time, we've made significant strides in the promotion of black culture, scholarship awards, and the recognition of outstanding persons who best reflect the goals and aspirations of the late Bertha Black Rhoda. Our commitment to unity and self-reliance has created a strong relationship between national affiliates, members, and other organizations in the Metro East area. Memorable examples of our cooperative efforts include the November 1986 Founders Day commemorative honoring our founder, Mary McCloy Bethune, in the 51st year of the Black Family Reunion Celebration, and in February-March of this year, developing an exhibit featuring the contributions of black musicians in the 1920s and 30s to black culture. The display of this memorabilia of the black heritage was made possible by the Missouri Historical Society, where it may be viewed. I am sincerely, she's bringing me information. <laughs> she's back in the room bringing me things. I, okay, okay. Right. Okay. National Council of Nigger Women welcomes delegates and friends to the 41st National Convention. It's outstanding. Vista International Hotel. Tours to UN, Harlem, Bedford Stuyvesant. Black women. The theme is Black Women, Commitment, Unity, and Self Reliance. See, this is a this is a, a this is 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 a Chronologic thing. Now this is uh, see Mary McLeod. She had a stamp. See, Missouri Historical mm -hmm. Society. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yes. 1985. And, uh, and also it was sponsored by the post by the um, by the United States Post Office. All this stuff you can read that. Oh my. Mm -hmm. So you can keep that if you wish. Uh-huh. And here's the stamp. So we had the meeting in Washington, and here's the, this here's the original stamp. That's the first day of issue. You must have been so proud. Oh yes, I was there. That's first issue. That's the first issue, and then I have another. I have this enlarged on a mm -hmm. silk screen. I want you to see oh, that. Oh, I love to. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. Uh, uh, it's it's. I have so many things that I've been into. Well, I want it's so difficult. For me to say, let's talk about A, B, and C because that may not be what you want to hear. Well, see what I'm saying? Yes, yes. You, you, your achievements are varied and. Well. See, this is what we had. Welcome to Black Family Reunions yeah. of Founders Day. Uh-huh. I got pictures. Now, if I can find the pictures, I have the booths, what I have. Well, if I can get the program, it'll show you. We had a, uh, it showed all of the things that are positive that the black family that had, that the mothers and fathers, that they have traditionally, that we have been people who care about our family as compared to the things they're saying that we're lazy, 
uh, that we make babies and go off and leave them and all of the negative things. You see what I'm saying? Yes. You don't, everybody's on welfare, nobody wants to work. I know you came from a very warm yeah. background. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and we are saying that you are forgetting the, good. Uh, the, the, the background. What you are seeing is just like when you uh, make a dress. Sometimes it may come out as a good, uh, a, a good article or, 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 or a good uh, product and like when you're manufacturing something, don't you see where they will have a sale where you call the manufacturer's rejects? Mm -hmm. Because they didn't come out uh, of the loom like they were supposed to. So we as black people have to be labeled that, I tell you, this is what you got these black folks, you got to get rid of them. Here, they over here, they're having dope. They are, uh, uh, have incest. Well, the whites have incest too. They have, we're human beings, so you are no better than I, or I'm no better than you in terms of not having human feelings. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. See, I don't want another husband. I don't want to be bothered with another man. I gave my husband 57 years of my life, and I don't want to be a slave to nobody else because you know why? We had the finer things. We went out to dinner. We dressed. We were somebody. We were recognized. And I will not be able to find a man who will replace my husband that can do the things for me that I've always had done. You see what I'm saying? You're still recognized. And I don't need a man to go to bed with. You're still recognized. I'm going to be recognized, but I'm not going to have somebody to come along and share the things that Cal should be sharing. You understand what I'm saying? And I feel very strongly. But you would be surprised you talk to some of these old women. Don't you think you can find me a, a nice man? And I jokingly said, well, I said, listen, if I got a good one, you think I'm going to introduce him to you, I'm going to keep it for myself. <laughs> so I don't see because I don't let them know, oh, you just saying that. Because a lot of people think I'm a nut. Because I say what I feel, and I feel what I say, and if you don't like it, I don't care. Madam, you are far from enough. Yeah, well, see, I mean, I don't like it, and I'm not angry with anybody, but that's just me. Well, you have strong convictions, and you I have courage of your convictions. And really, my, my kids, they just, uh, my daughter just think it's her, Mama, you use too much energy. Mama, you, you, you're moving too fast. Now, Mama, I think you just ought to not use up so much energy. Yes. Well, no, that's simple. Everybody else wants you to, 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 they don't want you to be helpless. I was supposed to go out there and get my eyes operated on in January, and she was going to take off week from work. Mm -hmm. I prayed and prayed and prayed because I didn't want to go out there and be on nobody. I came on back here and found me a doctor had my eyes operated on because I didn't want no part of that you staying off to have me. I got to get somebody to take care of you. I don't need nobody to take care of me. I can take care of me until God calls me. You well, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Who operated on you? Dr. O'Donnell right here in St. Louis. And Beautiful doctor. Did it turn out well? Beautiful. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, honey, it's just like a miracle. Good. Just like a miracle. But that's Good. something I prayed for. It was a miracle. But you see, you, but see, most people will say, well, my daughter told me to say that, so you know. Uh, my mother did not teach me. Oh, wait. I, I just, that something in me rebels. I, I just you're can't strong. Do. Of course, Olivia? I'm getting a little bit better. You're, you're very strong. Because I'm trying, well, I, I think I'm too strong sometimes. I, I, I really do, I, for my own good. <laughs> what do you mean, too strong? Uh, 
I don't know. I, 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 I don't think they take it as being strong. I think they take it as being negative. You, who, that, who's they? Your family, you mean? No. Just people. oh, the yeah, oh, outside. Like we go to church and their father says something about this. I said, well, I don't agree with you. Well, if you why? And I'll tell him. Oh, Libby, how come you always got to disagree with Father? Because I, because I, I don't believe what he's saying. I don't, he is a young man, and, and I have to let him know how I feel. Well, if he's the right yeah. kind of person. Well, he's listen. all right. I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong with him, but I just don't think like that. I don't think like We're going to have a, a dinner. Um, the church? 16, uh, for our novena. I'd like for you to come very much. So we'll, I'd like to. I'll, I'll, I'll give you sure your tickets before I go. If I can, I'm going to have, um, I'm going to call Mary and all of them for them to come also. That would be nice. And it's going to be the last Sunday, and I'm part, I'm part of that. I'm uh, co-chairman. And uh, I'm going to fill two tables, which would be 16 people. Uh, all this happened while I was gone. They had a meeting of the committee. And uh, they put in the paper that you, it, to reserve a table, you have to pay $2. I'm not going to pay $2 to reserve a table when I'm going to get a table for six, for eight people, which will be $128. So why do I have to pay $2 in order to have the right to give you $128? <laughs> you see what? Do you see what of I'm course, talking about? Of course, so you And I can't it. see that. So what happened? But I haven't said anything because what I'm going to do, I'm going to give them the $128, and I say, now, if you want to put the $2 to it, you do that. But I'm not going to do that because I've never heard of anything like that. Olivia. Whatever. See what I'm saying? It's a joy to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a joy to meet you. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Now, does that make sense? Honey, I've been having dinners and things like that. Um, $200 for a table, 200, give me $250, don't tell me, I'm not going to tell you if you give me $2 and you got to give me 200 I don't know how old you are now. And I'm, not I'm 81. 81, well, and no. I don't mind who knows it. You must have been on June, you, you, June 4th, 19th. <laughs> when we're, in the days that we were talking about, the 40s and 50s, you must have been a tiger. I was, but I said I got the intimacy of people because, see, women didn't do things like that. You agreed. I didn't agree with my husband, a lot of things. How did he handle you? Oh, he just thought, he, he, he never said anything, but he told everybody, he said, you know, my wife, he gave me compliments all around, but he never did, because <laughs> he would say, who else is working beside you? Who else is in that organization? Every time I see nobody working, but you were the rest of the people. <laughs> but um, I never did, I, I didn't do it to be, I think a lot of people thought I did it to be negative. You're a very positive person. But I didn't do it to be negative. I, this is the way I felt. Because I, I if you could show me that, that's fine. But can you see how I should give you $2 to reserve a table when I'm going to give you the $128 buys the tickets for the whole table? Am I right or wrong? You're right. Of course you're right. But I'm seeing, but now, I'm, I'm not smart, but I just can't. I think you're going to lose some money because you're looking for that $2. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Because yeah. I think a lot of people are going to be like me. They're going to say, well, now if I can give you $2, I'll forget about it. I'll just buy one ticket and don't come. Mm -hmm. And the idea is we're trying to get 350 people. While, while I'm talking about that, let me, let me show you this. This gives you a good idea. But in being 
sharing my see I support my church I have a certain amount of money that I give to my church and in between things if I get hold a little extra money now this is the letter that father sends it's very interesting so uh, but uh, and, and this is something else I'm doing I'm doing this this is another project I got see I keep projects all the time mm -hmm. now see we want to go to the convention and I got a group of ladies who want to go, and I said, well, we can't use the National Council of Negro Women. So this is a little group that we're getting. And the money that we would derive from this, see, see, you see the little horses, isn't that the cutest mm -hmm. thing? Mm -hmm. And then, see, you get all of this for your $25. Now, that may not, maybe you can't appreciate that, but see, if you go over to the racetrack, mm -hmm. number one, to go to the clubhouse, which is a top area, reserved area, you pay three dollars to get in for your admission. You pay two fifty for your reserve seat. Mm -hmm. You pay fifty cents for your program. Then, if you want to eat, then it's a la carte. And probably for uh, one person, it would run around twenty-five or thirty dollars according to what you would eat, plus your drinks or your soda. So, in other words, instead of spending twenty-five dollars for one night you probably would spill 50 or 60 or 70 dollars for all of these things that we're giving to you. Plus the fact that if you get there at 6 o'clock, the clubhouse is open at 6, then you can eat because it's a, a, a buffet dinner. You can eat from 6 to 8. Whereas if you order an entree, you can only eat what you order. And then here's the directions on the back. You have spent, uh, you have spent most of all of your life, really, for the betterment of Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then come here, I want you to look at these. See, this is testimony. I don't have to brag about it. This is testimony. This is when I got from the YWCA leader lunch, and I, w I was among the first when they first organized it. I was on the, one of the, in a group of eight that, that was recognized. YWCA uh -huh. I was recognized. What it was is the honoring working women. I was recognized for the fact that I had a program uh, that, uh, especially for people 55 years and older, that I gave jobs to. What year was this? From nine, oh, oh, I don't know what year this is. I don't even think they got the year. But my program was from 70. 1977 to 1983. Was this, was this at the... No, this was during the time. No, this, the YW gives this every year. It's going into about the seventh year now, but this was the first award. This was the beginning of it, but they still are going through it every year, and they get a group of women. I have my programs and everything. It tells you, see, I was for community service. Somebody would be for business. Somebody would be at the health program. Some would be for the arts or whatever you'd sell in. This is one. This is from the um, uh, legal aid service of, the, of Missouri, the lawyers group. So what was that because? Of my community work. All of it's my community work. This is first. Well, this is my girl. I serve. I organize and I serve four. It's four uh, uh, four consecutive years, which would be one term. Okay. And wait, national. Oh, that's my life membership. I oh. paid for that. For the NAC. Uh, oh my God! Uh -huh. so Another wall. This is our char charter. The National Council. See, we were organized. It's a black rota. 
here is, um, is there a representative? yeah, this was I can't remember now what there was something I did the names on there for some art. Hannah, uh, this is Ken, this is when Hannah was speaking for how this will be recognized and commended for 75 years of dynamic. Yeah, when I was 75 years old. Productive and useful living yeah. as an exceptionally fine city in our great state. Uh -huh. And then there's one up there. Epsilon Lambda. That's the one that Chapter Alpha Phi Alpha. Mother of the Year. Oh. 1970. You saw the picture Lady there. Would you read it? Please mm -hmm. you read it. This is, say what it is. It's the legacy. Well, this is Mrs. Bethune, her last will and testimony, and this is the legacy that she left to us. Mm -hmm. Mary McLeod Bethune was the founder of the National Council of Negro Women. She left uh, her last will and testimony, and especially she left with us to the, her legacy in which she has asked us to live by. And I'm happy to read to you because I think it's so significant that we remember her last will and testimony. I leave you love. I leave you hope. I leave you the challenge of developing confidence in one another. I leave you a thirst for education. I leave you a respect for the use of power. I leave you faith. I leave you racial dignity. I leave you a desire to live harmoniously with your fellow man. I leave you, last but certainly not least, finally, a responsibility to our young people. That's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. So that's the reason I said when you said what, but I, girl, it's just so many things that through my life that I have been so appreciative for, that you know that I have been a part of this, you know. It's, it's just amazing, you know what I'm saying? It's just too hard. Well, you've even got an award up there from the Can American Cancer Society. Oh yeah, well I would say uh, I, I work with them. <laughs> See, you know what, remember when I told you that I didn't have 
any special job, but I would have jobs that I worked with groups. Mm -hmm. And they, I was, at that time, the city was divided into the north side, the south side, and the county. And I was the chairman of the whole north side area. And somebody else would be, uh, well, naturally, I lived in the north side. So it wasn't a matter of division or, see, at that time, nobody said, well, you're discriminating. I mean, how come I can't be over on the south side? Well, why would I be on the south side when I don't live there? And the people are not, uh, have no allegiance to me. My allegiance is with the people that I represent. You see what I'm saying? Certainly. So but a lot of people say, I want, I want to be on the south, but I didn't want to be on the south side. See, I'm a person that wants to be somewhere that I can do the most good. Now, in being a representative of the north side and working in a broad, uh, a broad area, then I'm going to meet people on the west side, the east side, the south side, that, that they can understand my philosophy and how I feel. In other words, the meetings of the mind and the exchanging, working harmoniously with each other, respect for your race, being glad that you're the color you are, be glad of your mother, your father, your background, be glad that you've been able to experience all these different things, be glad that you're still living, you can look pretty good when you get up and go out, nothing wrong with the stomach, I don't have any high blood pressure, I don't have any arthritis. And how many women 81 years can say that? Because some of them are 65, went to school with me. I don't even know them. Olivia, you ought to go around to each school. I wouldn't, but see, you, you, what I'm trying to tell you, this is what I'm trying to get over to you. These people don't want to hear this. And the people, I have worked with the Board of Education. I've had them, do, and whenever they want, see, always remember this. People can respect your, your, uh, your, uh, uh, your talents when you can use it to aid them. And when they don't need you, they don't give a damn what you got. Always remember it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Remember it. Remember it. I will. See, because there have been a lot of people who would not give you the things that I'm saying to you, unless I was getting a certain lump sum of money for you. Believe it or not. No, they're going to pay me for this. You see what I'm saying? So I've, I've learned that. And uh, it's just that you have such conviction and you have such, uh, such a. Well, see, that dynamic. makes me a nut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do the. I, I got a hug here. Yeah, you see what I'm talking about. You, I, that makes me a nut. <laughs> See, that makes me a nut because, well, Olivia, how can you get? And, and then my husband sometimes he said, you know, you talk, but you ain't saying nothing. <laughs> and I just laugh because it tickles me, you know. Oh, I don't want to hear that. Try it on them other nuts out there. That's what he would tell me. Don't, I won't talk about politics. I, and don't involve me. I don't want to be about it. You go ahead and do what you want. I won't be. Your worried. son, you mean? No, your my husband, husband oh, used to no. say that. And, uh, and he played music, and that's where we got along. If, if we, we were getting ready to go out, dress, getting ready to go some places about Cal, got a gig tonight, and we we're dressed going to an affair. He said, I'm sorry, I can't go, you have somebody else to go with you. He said, because I am going on this gig. Well, see, we would have been separated and divorced a long time ago, but see, I'm a person that there's some things I like to do, and I respected him. Right. 
that was his heart and soul. And that's the reason I knew that my husband was very ill. Because in, he died in September 83. And uh, March 83, he said, uh, I'm not going to play anymore. And that's when I knew he was sick. It's the only time he said, but he kept saying to me, he said, I can't play these drums anymore. He said, it's too much. I, he said, I can't go and drag these drums and you got to go downstairs, you got to do this. He said, oh, and I said, oh, Cal, you've been saying that for the last year. So he wouldn't say anymore, but this, he said, um, I can't play anymore. And that was in March, and in September he was dead. So it shows you what a love he had for music. And I knew this, because when I married him, um, he was playing music, but after 29 and 30, when the talking music came in, see, we need, as I mentioned to you, yeah. he wasn't making any money. He had a family to take care of, and that's when, and I was in politics. Mm -hmm. um, but then he started. And, that, and so I had him, and, and Senator Hennings, bless his heart, oh, he was a wonderful person. And he was one, I told him, I said, now, okay, I'll take an examination. I said, you know, Senator, we got to have, uh, we, we got to have, we got to have some money to live while Calvin needs a job. And uh, Calway uh, was a, he got to be a regular sub, and it wasn't too long after that before he was appointed to a regular job. And Calvin said, since Hennis didn't do nothing, so I took that examination and passed, that's how I got it, but he never would accept the fact that deep in his heart he knew that you had to have this kind of sponsorship. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and had Senator Hennings lived, I know that I would have been a, one of the outstanding women in the Democratic Party because he was just, because see, I was not a committee woman at that time. I didn't get to be a committee woman until 52, but I was a good, strong worker. And he was a good man. He was a good man. Well, you've made your mark, Olivia. Yeah, you see e. what I'm saying? And you have made your mark. Yeah, but. Uh, and, and a lot of people, as I said, and one thing that makes me want to continue with the past, because I've had friends when I talk to them, Libby, I don't want to hear that. Don't tell me anything about that old stuff we used to do. I don't want to remember it, and it hurts me. They, Why they, do you think they don't want to remember? They don't want. They don't want. They want to make people think that this is the. You know that they've always had money. When I say money, I meant. Um, livable money. Yes. You know, nice home, yes. a car, clothes, children mm -hmm. going to school. But I, 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 you know, well, just like a lot of the people tell the Jewish people said, what do you keep on talking about that jump before it's went on? We don't want to hear about the Holocaust. it. But see, you have a reason because you don't ever want to forget it. Because if you forget it, a hundred years from today, people will not believe it happened because some of them said it didn't happen. Just like during the 1930s when people were out of work and they sold apples on the street for a nickel apiece. I've known young people right now say, oh, no, you didn't. A lot of the young people right now believe they can go to the theaters, they can enjoy all the things that they're enjoying, that it's always been there. Because why? Their parents or whoever was in charge or the teachers or what have you have not continued to say if it was not for this. And that's the reason I like to stay out here. They don't want to hear it. Some people don't want to hear it. Olivia, may I ask you what it was like to 
be going into places uh, that you had not been able to go to before? Well, me, I was slow in doing it because I felt like you hadn't let me come in, damn it, I didn't want to go in and now. I was that kind of person. Yeah, I understand that. And I was that way. I and I only, it was only after that, when my husband played music, we, you know, went, you know. Mm -hmm. Project earn a special employment program for older persons living in St. Louis. Oh my goodness, you've touched everything. Her work has been recognized by former First Lady Rosalind Carter, whereby she was presented with a, an award for outstanding service for older persons. Ms. Callaway is past president of St. Chapter National Council of Negro Women, chairperson for United Way and Jewish Federation campaigns at JEBS. Jewish Employment Vocational Services, mm -hmm. that's the one that sponsored the program. Now this is the first one, see, 1981. Present. Special Leadership Award recipient. This is the beginning. Uh -huh. This is the first one, and these are the people. But now they've got, oh, maybe 10 or 15, but at that time Senator I think they had eight. Her above you is Senator Harriet Woods. Yeah, Harriet was that same, uh-huh, Harriet. Uh -huh. So you see, I was in very distinguished you, company. You, you're just involved in everything. Mm, well, I've been here long enough to be involved okay. in something. Back to what I was asking you before was mm -hmm. about going into places where you hadn't been able to go in and you said you were just the kind that you couldn't go in before, so you weren't anxious to go in at first. No, I only went when we had to. I mean, we became a part of it that, you know, that you just have, but I mean, there was a resentment to the fact, I mean, I didn't knock all, knock the bricks down trying to get in there. Uh, was there any kind of fear associated? No, with I didn't have any fear of anything. I knew you were going to say that, but I was going to ask you anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> besides that, I mean, a concern. Nobody wants to go where they feel that they haven't been been wanted. See, I am. Uh, it's on this board too. Very hairs home for the age. They've got yeah, a new uh -huh. building. This but is quite old, but I isn't got, it? Very hmm. hairs. Yeah, home but for see, the the, age. yeah, but see, this was when I was. Uh, this was a. But see, I was on the I was on the board, mm -hmm. but I got out of that because it's too much money. I couldn't afford to pay the money that they wanted to. Because if you didn't mm -hmm. sell your tickets, you tickets to the table was three hundred dollars. You know, I wasn't mm -hmm. about to do that because I felt as though that uh, my buying tickets and giving them away did not prove anything. Yeah. You know. Right. So, um, well, here's here's this book here. I'm trying to. I tried to give. Uh, now, see, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's going to take me such a long time, and I don't know why I don't go ahead and do it, to get someone to come in here and help me to co correlate all this into one book. Well, you should. There's a, there's a, well, here you can see that better. That was one of the articles in the newspaper. Working women urged not to let careers dilute quality of life. This was... Those articles about me. Ms. Jacobs. This is oh, at the Leader Lunch, sponsored by the YWCA of Metropolitan St. Louis. Nearly 700 people attended the event held at the Chase Park Plaza. Nine women got special awards for achievement. In this time, it was. Olivia E. Calloway, coordinator of Project One for Older Persons for Community Service. That's that one. Four, now, The Good Life After Age 65. You could have been two or three people. Mm-hmm. 
this is a Lindell Hospital. I was on the board and I contacted them to see if I could place a woman with them and that's what the lady, that's the letter that she wrote to me. If I asked you what was the, about your life, what was the best of it? What would you say? Mm, I don't know. I think the being, I, well, I think the one, the best part was number one, being able to, to have a husband that really understood. I mean, who who, well, I'd say there had to be a meeting of the minds and understanding, otherwise we wouldn't have been together, but who had certain uh, standards, moral standards that he lived by. And one of the things he always said, he was from a broken home. And uh, he, and every time we'd have an argument, because you know we would, married people do no such thing as a beautiful bliss. And he'd say, well, this is my home as much as yours. He said, I'll never leave. You leave if you wish that I'll be here. He says, because I made a vow that my children would not be brought up in a um, home without two parents. So I can always use that statement. And that showed that uh, he appreciated his family, he appreciated me, and he appreciated, um, and he wanted to do his part as a father and as a provider. Yeah. So I, I can say that that to me really when when we have dissensions that was the kind of thing that I could always reflect back to and to remember that I said well I knew I'll always have him behind me yeah. and even with all the different dissensions and things I had in politics he never once came to me and said, I told you not to fool with them, or mm -hmm. if I was you. He never said, he never discussed it. What a lucky woman. He never said anything, and uh, like when he would say, I told so-and-so to, uh, to, to get with you, I told him that you would help him, so he's going to call. And uh, different things like that are, we go, he said, now listen, I, I, we're going, we want to talk, but so I'm not going to have anything to say, you talk about it this time, so you do it your way. And there were times I get ready to talk. I said, oh, Chef, don't say anything. Let me do the talk. So I think my, yeah, uh, I think my, my, and, and the, the leeway that he gave me in being able to do the things, because he would tell, he said, my wife likes these things, and I just let her go ahead. You know, it's all right with me, but said, that's what she likes. And he recognized that in being able to do some of the, do most of the things that I like to do or say some of the things I like to do would keep harmony because I never neglected him in terms of my responsibility as a wife and mother. Because if, if I don't care where I went or if I was going to be late coming home, I would always um, make a provision that there was food cooked and things of that sort. You took, uh, you, you had your priorities. Yes, I had that. And, 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 he came first. and that's the reason I can't imagine. He said, well, he didn't do anything. My husband didn't do this. He didn't clean up the house. He didn't do this. He didn't do the other. And it's just, you know, it, it, to me, it, it doesn't make sense. You Sounds know. like you guys were ahead of your time a little bit. I, I guess we I were. Think, uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. Um, now, now this is when I wait. ran for office uh, and my girlfriend made these up for me.
I'm on the National Executive Board. <laughs> and that was a flyer that I had. Campaign, my campaign flyer. <laughs> oh, for the National Council. Uh, office, uh -huh. That was my flyer. That's <laughs> that you just handed me, let's see, the National that's in, in NAACP mm -hmm. proudly presents the Walter White Memorial Citation to Olivia Calloway for an invaluable contribution of time and interest to the membership development I think. the NAACP. Now here's, this is there's the Black Rota when we had a school mm -hmm. named after her before she, yeah, see, and I was on, I was represented there. Can you give me a little background on some people, oh, we did talk about for a second, you said that well, he, uh, was he was a, a prodigy. He was a lawyer, yeah. an outstanding civil rights lawyer, and uh, he was a friend of uh, Durden, so I can tell about okay. him. Okay, um, was there else to say. Ted O'Neill, McNeil? Ted McNeil. Ted McNeil. Well, he was head of the receiving car porters, and he was, uh, well, that was, uh, I think, Jordan. Jordan had died, and, but then he, we all—they all worked together. But Ted McNeil was an outstanding person. Mm -hmm. He was the first black senator. He was a very liberal man. Ted was very nice, very polished. Mm -hmm. and, did yeah. you know? Did you know Henry Wheeler? Wheeler? Oh yeah, he was my one of my very outstanding person. He was a civil rights leader. He was one that refused to eat in the dining room at the post office because it was segregated. He was the cause of them having uh, one main dining room and they really and that's when and he was a, he is the first man that I knew that was retired before his age <laughs> because they wanted to get rid of him but see they couldn't fire him mm -hmm. and he was on a pension for years and continued that civil rights movement isn't that awful? I can't. He did. He was at the anymore. American Theater and at the fairgrounds, the swimming the pool. The American Theater. Well, he picketed that. He picketed at so many places. I'm trying to remember places he didn't. Well, pick. the swimming pool. He yeah, was, the he fairgrounds was, park. Yes. Yeah. Anything where you had segregation, he was right on the button. Isn't that, I am really worried now about. What are you looking the, for? I'm looking for that Black Family Program. Find it, and I know I have it now. What in the world happened to it? That was the one that I had out to. I had several activities out there, uh, but that is the one that I, I, I'm so close to because um, because of Ray. And he was also let me put those things. Did you read that? Did you read the one, The Good Life in '65? Do I have that? Oh, no. You can read that. No. And did you this read this? This is a post-dispatch. Now, this man is 80-some years old and has a job. I put him on that job, and he was in his 80s. He was hired to work in a nursing home in the area. And he told me, he said, Miss Cowboy, I can't say all the time, because these people are too old. <laughs> <laughs> he was a sweetie pie. Adding years. Life to years instead of years to life is the daily goal of Project Earn Special Job Placement Program for the St. Louis residents who are 55 years of age over. It is the only employment agency in which people are turned away for being too young. You are not old enough to be placed by us, Mrs. Olivia Calloway, 72, tells job seekers under 55. 
This is Callaway's pro program coordinator of Unique Project, which places older workers in full-time, part-time, and temporary jobs. Wonderful. This is wonderful. And then I think they have something. They would, well, poop, that's what I'm saying. They put that in that. Just hey. recently, a 73-year-old accountant was placed with a firm at $4 hourly. Sylvester I. Beasley, 82, was placed as a maintenance worker with a nurse, with a nursing, there must be a part of it off, mm -hmm. anyway, Callaway. Project earned workers are assisted twice weekly by Ms. Karen, because Ms. Karen, I think there must be a, mm -hmm. a part of this that, that's cut off. Mrs. Callaway compared the program services to a doctor's office. They come to us after being rejected. They are sick at heart and we try to make them well. <laughs> I think your heart's outstanding. It's showing. Well, I'm proud of those things that I was able to do to help. I mean, I not only help, but I mean, it was, it's, it's, and this is another thing that makes me know how important it is. Now, these articles had not been written, and and that you see people say, oh, she never did that. You know, people that, that don't believe in doing, being a part of your community in terms of self-help programs, don't believe that you actually do these things. Then I think for posterity and to show that there was progress, that there was good thinking in terms of wanting to do to help your fellow man, but you don't go around talking about it, but you feel as though that you've left a mark on it that you don't want to forget, but some people do want to forget, and you know why? Because they didn't do it. They didn't think of it. You have a lot of people. Once they think of it, I know a friend. She talks about everything, every, by what she does. She came here the morning, she said, now, and you know what I did? And Olivia, I did this, and I did that, and I did this, and I did that. And, uh, and you know, and I got a um, notice from the International uh, Biography, and you know, I haven't had time, and so finally they kept writing and kept writing, so I let her go ahead and break. And I said, yes, I got one, too. I said, but they wrote down everything wrong that they did about me, and I'm getting ready to go to Ellen Jaffe on KMOX TV and have her investigate to see why I haven't got any results of it. And I got the stuff up there right now. And show you what they did, They, I, the picture that I sent was hideous because I couldn't find another picture. And I was reading it, and I found out that they've got somebody else's biography written under oh, my name. And since she was bragging about it, thought that she was the only woman, I guess, was saying, <laughs> yeah, well. it. and I let her talk and talk, well, and I didn't crack a smile. <laughs> there aren't many of you. <laughs> oh, You're boy, I, it was, if, you know, except she's the only one that, that had that eye, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And I just couldn't, I had to let it out. I said I had to let it out. Yeah. And I'm going to show you what they did. Now, don't tell me people don't make but see people don't care they don't give you that that service and i'm going to I, I, and um, all that What's stuff this? that's the same stuff the she's world, talking about the world who's who of women see they send you these uh, where's where, where the other one and yours was all wrong yeah look at read this that's a hideous picture Read this. No, it's not. Uh, 
practice, private law practice, Queens, New York, <laughs> assistant district attorney. <laughs> you could have done all this. No. You could have. If you yeah, were. but I mean, it's a lie. <laughs> could be you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You were, um, yes, Merchant Marine Academy. That's funny. Got your name right. And the picture. Mm -hmm. But you see, that shows somebody. Now, here's, here's what I sent to them. That's what I sent to them. And then here's the other part of it. You've stated yourself as an organizer and a fundraiser. Mm -hmm. Appointments, probate court, deputy recorder, Leukemia, Leukemia Guild, supervisor of volunteers, demonstrator, Ace Dairy Company, coordinator of the Urban League March to the Ballot Box. See, that's what I was saying. All these are jobs that I had, that's, so therefore I had no regular job that I retired from. That's what I'm trying to tell Yes. YMCA Project Outreach, Deputy Clerk Probate Court, City of St. Louis, 1945 to 52, Deputy Sheriff, City of St. Louis, 53 to 56, Director of Community Resources, YMCA, my heavens, I would be reading for... Let me ask you right here, Urban League March to the Ballot Box. Um, tell me about that. That was just a proje projection to get the increase the interest of people to vote. It wasn't a Democratic vote or Republican vote, but just come on out and vote. Mm -hmm. See, and that was a march to the ballot box, and we try to coordinate that, submit, get the people why they should vote and why we, and, and we went on and, and uh, said that, in other words, every 10 years they have the census, and we are able to get certain monies from the Congress for our needs if we find out that we have the strength. But you see, every 10 years, a lot of people don't know that. Every 10 years, when you have the census, mm -hmm. and if, you're, if you had a drop in population in a city, did you know that that was, a, a, um, that was against you, or that was a preventative or an excuse to not no. have as much money coming in because of your drop in population? And here people are starving that they have no houses to live in. But see, a lot, and see, that's what we try to impress, because you see, we had an element that was going around saying that if you filled out your census form, they was going to take your Social Security and your welfare away from mm -hmm. you. So you show you how, how the things that people, that diabolical things that people do when they don't want a certain thing. But you know what they did? These were really Democrats who wanted to, who wanted, thank you, who wanted to belittle the efforts of the Republicans. That's what it was. And they even went in there and stole some of the farms. Or, or I tell you, I've just lived through some of the things. I just think it's just, you know, that, that not wanting, and seeing they were cutting their own throats because they were keeping the, the blacks from getting their right dues in terms of uh, the, the government. And, and I just, just can't see why anybody can be that, 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 um, that And this was that narrow. somewhere in the 40s and 50s. No, that was 1970. Oh, this this, see, this oh, Urban oh, no. League march? Oh, no, that the Urban League march, oh, I have to go back and see. It was, um, might have, that might have been in the 60s. Yeah, that could have been well, in the 60s. Well, it's listed before the, uh, well, it before could the be. 45, and this seems to be in no, no, chronological, chronological order. Well, maybe, the, is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it was, it, well, if so I got I it in that order, well, then mm -hmm. that's probably it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so then you were you were 
helping um, to get the vote out. Yeah. And then see, they put my biography with somebody else's, so you see that goes to show something wrong there. Well, anybody gets yours would, would be very proud. Yeah, but the point is, uh, <laughs> the point is that they were supposed to send me a book that yeah. I paid for. I paid for the book, and I've never received it. So I see why I've never received it because I got the whole darn thing wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'm going back and check on and give me my money back, or just forget about it. And here she's allowing the fact that they had asked her to do this and do that, and I was telling them what they did to me, you know. So I said, whatever you do, darling, just be careful about it. But I want to keep all this because I'm, I haven't had the time yet, but I need to, I, see, as I said, when, I have to have time when my mind is on it. Now, when I get on this, I'll stay on it. See, I'll stay on it. Because see, one of the things I was not able to see because I, my eyes were bad at that time. Well, I'm going to shut the tape off now. Okay, you want a little lunch? And, oh, no thanks. Um, oh, we'll, visit. we'll still visit for a little bit. Is there anything before I shut it off? No, nothing. We've I done everything, remember. huh? Yeah, we've done. <laughs> May I thank you? We officially. Right. Officially. For official your time things. and your graciousness. Yeah, here is the uh, helping people to excuse you. Yeah. Your mom, well, my mom did not teach me to hate white people. She never talked about them. If she had a bad experience on the car, like maybe a white man wanted to push her aside and get on before she got on. But she said, that's, but what I did, I just took my hip and shoved them aside. But I never heard her say, now I want you, don't, they, they're no good, don't have anything to do with them, because she knew that with her limited education and with the kind of, of good Christian teaching that she had been taught how to learn, how to work, how to provide for yourself, how to provide for your family, that this was a part of the Christian principle. And she, was, and she would often say of the different white persons that she worked for, as she worked for the Alta Visitation Convent, which is a Catholic boarding school for rich girls. And she washed, she was a laundress there, and my aunt went every Monday. And uh, even in, when I was off during the summer, and if they were short a person, bring bring your daughter along, bring her along. And I was just tickled pink to go because they, it, I was just amazed at a place that large. They had their own bakery, they had their own supply house, they had everything just like a big business. And they would bake loaves of bread that were, oh, uh, uh, what, what, how long would that be? About 10 inches mm -hmm. long. And of course, we didn't know anything about pre sliced bread. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when they took it out of the oven, it was just warm and you wrap it up yeah, real good. good to take it home. And Christmas, they would give you all kinds of cakes. We have what we call cake crumbs because they made their own cakes. Mm -hmm. And while the cakes were taken out of the oven, you know how cakes would kind of overflow on the side? They would take and cut all these trimmings out and put them in bags, and we called them cake crumbs. And these are the things that we talk. And we appreciated the fact, and she appreciated the fact, that she was treated like a human being, but this is what needed to be done, and this was a job that she knew how to do. And so I, that's the reason, but you see, people now are teaching. They've taught their children, and they're still teaching their children. Like my cousin said, when in World War II, the white soldiers was telling all of the, 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 the um, uh, townspeople where they went, said, these, these are niggers. 
and they are related to monkeys, don't have anything to do with them. Now my cousin had told me so many of the men who have been in the armies had done them and my brother went to World War II. He came back and he was telling me how beautiful the, the, the families was, the Germans, the French, the Italians, invited them into their home and he said and some of the men wanted them to marry the daughter and take her back to, uh, to um, the United States. So I said this has been taught. Now many of us will continue to keep that thought but then some of us have, we, we're intelligent and as we get older we can appreciate the fact that we accept you for the color. I mean we accept you for your talent and not so much for your color. And even now when you listen to the TV programs on, you, you'll find the whites are saying, yes, I think we should let the Negroes go back to Africa where they belong. We don't belong over in Africa any more than what they do. Just like they came from all the, and they, and the, the amazing, and I in and that's what then the amazing thing is that when the immigrants came over to America, they came over there so they could have freedom of speech, freedom to live their lives that they want. The minute they get over here and the whites over here tell them how to treat us. So they get to the place that they conform to the discrimination that was here when they got over here. And the ride in East St. Louis, Illinois, and the ride in Detroit, Michigan, was because you had the Polish, you had all these different immigrants who resented blacks having these good jobs, and they wanted to get rid of them because that's the philosophy. But yet, these are the same people who were discriminated against. That's the reason they came over here. And they, I, I blame the, the, the Americans who were over here who told them how to treat us and to get rid of them. And now every time you have something about jobs, they're saying, now they're blaming the immigrants for their for taking their jobs. And you hear it, and it's so much hate. They, want to, they don't want them to speak Spanish, they want all of them to speak English. Whereas when everybody came over here, you spoke the language that you knew, and the longer you stayed here, then you learn how to speak English. But as I said, it's so much hate in the world, and it's only because it's being advocated. Even Reagan is, con it, it, is saying there is a difference. No, we're not going to uh, have any more um, a job uh, developments. We're not going to have you go in there and you just get the job that you're qualified for. But if somebody says you're black and you not don't have enough education, they in, in sense are saying that you're not qualified. You might have a master's degree, but because you're black, you're not going to get it. So I still think it's a lot of discrimination, it's a lot of hate, and I think that it's not going, we're not going to get anywhere. And we're trying to go over there and make peace and trying to get these people to keep from fighting when they got, when it's hate and they're getting so now the United States is becoming so involved that, that they were beginning a part of that. So as I said, I think uh, it's like the song, we don't need any more mountains, we need more love, love and plenty of love and learn how to get along with each other because I think that's what we're going to need before before the world, before we destroy ourselves.